We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Home and home. Ross, what is your five-hour energy-burning question about the Giants as we head into next season? You know, there's two. You kind of touched on the one with Joe Judge. Like, who is this guy? What kind of coach is he going to be? Uh, you know, and maybe you could say this about any first-time head coach, but I feel like we know less about Joe Judge than almost anybody that's gotten a head coaching job in recent years. And then Daniel Jones, of course. I mean, it's a quarterback head coach league. And it felt like at various times during the year, Daniel Jones took steps forward, then steps back. I'd say overall, I feel good about him, but there's still a question there. And I don't feel great about him. And I think this year will tell us a lot. I'm a fan. I think that was a great pick. I like Daniel Jones. I like the athleticism, the decision-making, the poise. I think he is pointing upward. Uh, my burning question, five-hour energy about this Giants, is about Joe Judge, the 38-year-old first-time head coach who is a special teams guy and receivers coach in New England. Is a little inside baseball. This guy has five championships, three Super Bowl rings with Belichick, and two national championships with Nick Saban. But how much did Bill Belichick weigh in on the hiring of Joe Judge. That's all I want to know. Because if it was Bill Belichick that told them, hey, this is the guy that you ought to hire, then you Giants fans should feel pretty good. Because why did Josh McDaniels not get a job? Did Bill Belichick point them in the direction of Joe Judge over Josh McDaniels? Let's talk about it with the Giants' all-time leading wide receiver in just about every category, yards, receptions, and receiving touchdowns, a Super Bowl champ, Monty Toomer on the program. Great to have you on, sir. Dave Briggs and Ross Tucker here talking about your Giants. What is your biggest question about this Giants team in the offseason, sir? How fast can they get better? How long is it going to take for the talent level on that team to be commensurate with other teams in the NFC East? That's all there is to it. I'm really high on Judge. Uh, from hearing the this, this scuttlebutt around um, the facility, a lot of people are very impressed with him. They feel like he is, you know, in a different, in a different, um, he's a, as a player's coach who can understand the younger players. And that's kind of one of the things that, uh, people thought was lacking with the with the co- coaches in the past. They don't know how to connect with the younger players, and uh, Joe Judge is actually doing a great job of that so far, from what I hear. Amani, it's Ross. Good to hear your voice, buddy. Hope you're doing great. What's Hope up, Ross? Family's awesome. Yeah, man, great to hear from you. Uh, what about Daniel Jones? I know you watch all the Giants games. Sort of was up and down as a rookie. How are you feeling about him going into year two? Um, I'm excited. I, I just don't know what we have in, in him. Uh, 
You know, he had a couple good games early, but most quarterbacks, when they get their first start, are going to going to succeed because nobody has a book on them. They don't know what they're going to do. They don't know how to. They don't know what they like, what they don't like, and they're basically they're playing honest. But the more film, the more defenses are allowed to cheat and take away tendencies, and that's when you know usually quarterbacks will have four good games and then all of a sudden you know go in the tank. I think he had some resurgence towards the end of the season. But the injury situation he got is with his with his with his ankle. Um, we just don't know. I mean, Giants aren't quarterbacks aren't um, used to being hurt. You know, we've had uh, you know Kerry Collins and then Eli Manning. None of those guys were hurt for that long, and uh, none of them missed that many snaps. So over the last say, almost twenty years, there hasn't been a lot of quarterbacks missing snaps because of injuries. Giants Super Bowl champion Amani Toomer, the team's all-time leading wide receiver with us on a Thursday home-and-home home as we break down the New York Giants. I'm, I'm looking at the off-season needs for this team, and it is a long list, man. I mean, you could go wide receiver, O-line, cornerback, safety, edge rusher, and you could probably continue that list. But with number four, the, the pick, what direction do you think the Giants need to go? What is their largest need I mean this is a quarterback that didn't have a lot of targets to throw to last season I think it's going to be either a defensive line or somebody on that defense side of the ball because over the last couple of years the Giants defense has just been atrocious I think it's easier to find it's hard for me to say this but it's easier to find good offensive talent um, especially coming out of this draft with such a, a wide receiver draft a heavy draft class you can go into the second round and get a guy that probably slipped out of the first round, not because of ability, but just because of, you know, the fact that, you know, there, there are so many of them. Um, so I would go with defensive line. Somebody got to rush the passer. There's been a lot of times where, you know, the Giants hadn't had a consistent pass rush. They can solve that uh, some, in some way. It'll make the entire defense just that much better. All right, we're going to welcome our good friend Nick Costos into this conversation, the host of You Better You Bet, 6 to 10 Eastern Time on the radio.com app. Nick Costos, good to see you, my friend. Uh, you heard Amani Toomer's answer. What do you think the Giants need to do at that number four spot? First off, I want to give a big-time shout-out to Amani Toomer, who I think may be the single most underrated wide receiver of last decade, of 2000 to 2010. Um, was unbelievable, including a stretch in the early part of the decade where I think you can make a case he was one of the three receivers in football, highlighted by that game at Indianapolis in 2002, and he absolutely destroyed the Colts with Kerry Collins. So big-time shout-out to Amani, one of the most underrated receivers, probably in this millennium, and I really do mean that. Um, Giants defense is terrible. they got to get a pass rush. Um, got to get some help um, on the offensive line as well to protect Daniel Jones, but if you can't affect the opposing quarterback, you've got no chance Giants haven't been able to do that for years they got to get some more talent on this defense there's no doubt about it so Amani here's here's my question for you and, and maybe for both of you guys is there any buzz about the Giants like are people in New York talking about the Giants are they excited about the Giants I mean they got a new head coach they got a young first round pick quarterback but I don't know even talking with you guys I don't like I don't sense that there's a buzz about this team. Absolutely not. There is no buzz about this team. You go, you lose 10 games, two years in a row. Uh, you're not going to have any buzz, especially in New York city. You got the, you know, the jets, the Knicks, the nets, the Yankees, uh, the Islanders, the devils. I mean, they, they just go to another team. That's, that's hot. They're not hot right now. The giants understand that. And that's why they made such sweeping changes. To you know, to have people in this this city uh, take notice 
of what's going on uh, with the Giants. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's not a lot of buzz right now, but I think it's also important to consider the fact that the Super Bowl just ended a couple weeks ago. So it's like, I don't think there's a lot of buzz, you know, unless like you're like a Patriots fan or like a Chargers fan right now with the Brady stuff or the Saints fan with the Breeze news. There isn't, there's not a lot of juice right now with the NFL in general. And the combine will get picked up in a couple weeks here and as we lead up to free agency in the draft. But I think there's going to be some excitement with this Giants team going into next year. And I think there's reason for it. And the Jets as well locally in here in New York. Because you've got a third-year quarterback with the Jets that I think people are expecting big improvement from year two under Adam Gase and Sam Darnold. And like as a Giants fan, I'm, I'm kind of expecting good things from Daniel Jones in year two. So maybe not now, but I think... I think the buzz is going to build heading into next year. I don't think there's, these are Super Bowl teams, but I think there's reason to believe that both teams will improve, Amani. There, I, I agree with you, but it depends on a lot on what happens in free agency who's going to get people excited, and more importantly, what happens in the draft. How is Dave Gettleman going to inspire through this draft uh, the, the, the giant, uh, giant fan base? Because right now, I mean, they're sitting on their hands, and, and as they well, we should. we hate them. We hate him. Yeah. He's the worst. That's what I'm he's the worst GM of yeah. all time. Like he's terrible. He's, he's yeah. horrible. Yeah. Well, I, you said that, not me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think that there's there's a lot of room for uh, for improvement in terms of the talent level. Like I said, just like I said, uh, opening uh, my opening statement, it, it, they need to get better talent wise uh, to be able to compete because right now they are not competitive and they don't have near the talent they need to even be competitive. Giants all-time leading receiver Monty Toomer with us on the program. Uh, there's $60 million in cap space. That's a hell of a position for a new head coach. Uh, Amani, what will at the end of the day make you say, all right, Dave Gettleman did right by this organization this offseason. You've got Byron Jones perhaps out there, perhaps a trade for Darius Slay. What will make you say, yes, that's exactly what he should do with that $60 million in cap space? I think he needs to really – fortify both the offensive line and the defensive line. And I'm looking at Tennessee and the way they played this year, you know, with their limited, uh, you know, they have a, a beast of a running back. But other than that, you know, their, their skill positions are good but not great. So I, I think that if we can take that Tennessee model and just get real physical up front, both on the offensive and defensive line, uh, we'll have a chance to be in a lot more games than we are now. I mean, we, there's games where, you know, People were running on the Giants, and, and it was just embarrassing to watch. And the missed tackles were embarrassing to watch. And, um, you know, if he can fortify that with some splash players, and they can't just be good. They have to have some sort of personality uh, to, to, to get Giants fans, um, you know, really excited. Amani, last question, man, then we'll get you out of here. And my, it's about the playoff expansion. Looks like two more teams – are going to make the playoffs, which means two more wild card games. Do you like it or not? I love it because, you know, there's 32 teams in the league and, you know, there's only, you know, 12 spots. I think that's the lowest ratio of any sport. I mean, the NBA, pretty much everybody makes the playoffs. Major League Baseball is the same way. And they have they both have less teams in the NFL. So it's about, it's about time because there's a lot of coaches. I know uh, U-Haul and um, – and uh, link, uh, Allied Moving Company might be a little bit upset because I think a lot of coaches are going to save their jobs because of the fact that they're going to be they're going to at least have uh, the playoffs. They'll at least be able to say they made the playoffs because right now it's tough to make the playoffs. It's one of the tough. It's the toughest in all professional sports. And um, you know the, the coaches 
are, are getting fired at a at a uh, at a really high rate. Even though this year has been a little bit light, but uh, you know this is this is an abnormally light year. Costos, what do you think about the playoff expansion? I'm the grumpy old man here. I'm the wet blanket. I hate it. It waters down the accomplishment. I don't need more eight and eight football teams making the postseason. And I also think you're going to have too many one versus one seed Super Bowls. What's your take? I, I love the fact, by the way, that when we started, like Radio.com Sports, it's like when like you see a president in office one year, and then a couple years later, it looks like he's aged 50 years. I like that Dave Briggs has now settled into his role of old man yelling at Cloud. I think it's great that he's leaned into it, and he hates everyone and everything. I think it's awesome. The playoff expansion's great. Look, here's the deal, guys. Bottom line, like especially from my perspective, I, I, I talk about sports gambling. I, I like shit like this. I like the baseball stuff. I want more playoffs. I want more excitement, more games, more fun, more stuff to bet on. I think it's awesome. I love it. Give me more. Put another team in the playoffs. No buys. Eight games. Give me more, baby. I'm all about more. I want more stuff. I love it. I think it's awesome. Before we let Amani Tumor go, we want to give you the opportunity, the Giants fan in you, to oh, ask man, Amani so a question. All right? Um, Let's go. Um, Amani, um, I'm, I'm sure that – I, I wanted to ask if you feel like you're like the most like underrated receiver because that's how I feel. And I also think Tiki should be in the Hall of Fame. Those those are my takes here. But um, outside of the San Francisco loss, which is the worst loss of my sports fandom, which was your like the loss that stung you the most um, as a Giants player? The, the the Seattle regular season loss, which one hurt the most? When we lost to the Ravens in the Super Bowl. Yeah, I guess that 2000. one probably stands out too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was that 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 takes. I mean. It takes a lot to come back from losing a Super Bowl, and I, and and you know, it's 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 not it's not an easy thing to get over. You're not just gonna be like, oh, okay, well, next year let's go do it again because you got to prove to everybody in that locker room that you you know if you're the head coach that you have what it takes and you know what it takes to uh, to win a Super Bowl. Look at the Rams this year. I mean, if you stop believing in your head coach, it just makes it that much harder. To, uh, to to get to that next level and get back to the Super Bowl and get have a successful season again because you start questioning things that he asked you to do, and uh, when that happens, you know things go, you know, south quickly, and that's what happened with Jim Foster. He was I think he was out of there a year after, uh, maybe two years after that Super Bowl. So, you know, it, it you know, Super Bowls change careers. It either puts you in a level, uh, a higher level, or knocks you down a whole couple pe- a couple pegs. And if you lose one of those things, man, it hurts because you know how hard it is to get back there. No doubt about that. Giants all-time leading wide receiver, Super Bowl champ, Amani Toomer. Been a great pleasure having you on the show today. Appreciate the time, my friend. No, thanks. Appreciate it. All right, Tucker. So, Nick, let me get this straight, okay? I just want to make sure I understand this. You get a chance to ask the greatest receiver in your franchise histories. Beckham's better. By one shot. He's question. not the greatest receiver okay. in Giants history. Whatever. Second <laughs> best. Okay. Whatever. Whatever you said. Most underappreciated. When That's you were true. when you were when you were kissing his ass, you get to ask him, that honest. guy a question and you say, what was the worst loss? Wait, wait. Was wait, wait. It- Beckham was better? Beckham I mean, was better? I'm on it. Sorry. Oh, I'm mean, the He's a flash in the pan. I'm on it. I'm on it. He's a flash in the pan. Come on, man. He's played eight. What, played two, three years? Come on now. Come on. I put in 13. I put in 13. He put in three. Come on now. 
Come on now. <laughs> yes. Becker's unbelievable, man. Becker's unbelievable, man. Come yeah, on. I, 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 hear, I hear what you're saying. That doesn't mean I agree with hey. you, but I hear what you're saying. <laughs> well, while we're on the subject, Imani, is he the biggest waste of is he the biggest waste of talent you've seen in the last 10 years in the NFL in terms of the hype, the skill, the talent, meeting the accomplishments? No, I, I think he's, his, the book isn't written on Odell Beckham. I, I just don't understand a lot of the things. I don't understand what his focus is because to be great in this game, you can't have any other hobbies on the side. Like you have to be focused all at all times. I mean, I remember I was in the offseason, I was, always thinking about playing football. Like every day I'd work out two, three times a day. And I was thinking about football. I wasn't thinking about parties or all kinds of stuff. Although I did partake in a few, but that wasn't my main thing. Like I wasn't, and I don't know any great player that's really done it both ways where they could be a a superstar fashionista or a, uh, you know, Instagram. It's just too much. And, this game is all-encompassing, and if you don't take it that way, then I don't see how you can sustain your greatness. And obviously, he hasn't sustained the greatness that he came in with. Got your medicine Amani, there, Costa. Again, appreciate appreciate the time and appreciate <laughs> you hanging around to catch Costa's dissing you. That, that was, was perfect. Please, please, dissing him. I had an, I had an Amani Toomer jersey back in the day, okay? I just came on and said he's the most underappreciated wide receiver of this millennium. I love Amani. I, I but, I mean, know, listen, I Odell Beckham's better. Sorry, Amani. But you're uh, awesome. <laughs> I mean, sorry. You know what's amazing? You know, Amani, you know what's amazing about that? That, that? wasn't even his biggest faux pas. In the 10 minutes he's been on so oh, far. Oh, it's your fault. I'm a fanboy. You let me ask a stupid <laughs> he, question. You know I love no, the team. No, no, He gets to ask a question. He gets to ask you one question. <laughs> and he says, what was the worst loss? That regular oh. season game against was Seattle? A, when you by lost Baltimore. the fucking Super Bowl. You lost the fucking Super Bowl. <laughs> and he wants to know. If the regular season loss to Seattle was the worst one. I mean, uh, you know what? Now I know why his show does such good ratings. He says stupid shit and asks stupid questions hell and yeah, entertains baby. stupid people. Stupid yes. people ask, hey, uh, are you sure it wasn't that week 12 game in 2008 when you lost to the Jaguars? They lost the Super Bowl, Nick. The it was Super- all the game. The game, I'm sorry. Listen, Imani, watching that Super Bowl, man, my dad turns me on the first play and goes, Carrie's eyes were as wide as dinner plates. We got no chance. That, that, I mean, it wasn't competitive. Like, the Seattle game came down to the end to cost home field advantage in the playoffs. I well, mean, you know what happened. It was a stupid you know, question, you know what but happened, I mean, that was though, even close. We, we, we decided in our in a, Coach Fossil's uh, genius, he decided, hey, you know what we're going to do? We're going to change everything we've done all year in our offense, and we're going to trick them. And that's and and I'll never forget I'll never forget that about that game, and I'll never forget uh, forgive Coach Fossil for changing everything that we did well, and um, and so we went out there with a game plan that was just, I mean, I feel like the the quarterback in the XFL, you know, <laughs> what's his name, the guy who said he could change the whole game plan. <laughs> that's that's what happened. That's what happened. And but but I but I'm not playing, and I'm done playing, and I can just have opinions all day. So that's why. I'm still upset at Jim Fossil for changing our game plan and allowing us to get blown out by the Ravens 
and have Ray Lewis just dance on us and just destroy. It was just, it was just bad. Because I don't know how we, I don't know how we actually would have done against them if we would have just played and done the same thing that we've been doing all year and been very successful and put 41 points on the Minnesota Vikings. I don't know. Amani Toomer just pulled a Matt McGloin <laughs> about the Super Bowl. Yeah, oh, I mean, that's Matt a Jason Matt Seahorn McGloin. cover Brandon Stokely, by the way. Can Jason Seahorn cover Brandon Stokely and also a terrible holding penalty on Keith Hamilton on the Armstead pick six? Could have changed things, but you know, you know, you know. Could have changed things, but we could have moved the ball as well. Like we could have moved the ball if we would have just done what we did. We had to decide, we had listen. to figure out, we had to be too cute. You beat the undefeated Patriots, man, and it was the greatest thing of all time. So, like, who gives <laughs> I'm being honest. Like, who fucking cares about that game? Like, you had the greatest win of all time. That, like, it's who that is so water under the bridge that it's like it never happened because the Patriots Super Bowl. Yeah, but there's a whole bunch of players that were on that team that never got to play the Patriots. It was me and Strahan, the only people that from that Super Bowl team that made it back to the Super Bowl. Yeah, but Amani, Amani, here's my question though: the win over the Patriots, the undefeated Patriots, the Super Bowl. How did that compare? to week seven in 2005 against the Houston Texans. Which no, was a bigger like week? week 12 against the Seahawks in 2005. Uh, uh, I don't know. I, mean, I don't know. It's a memorable Super Bowl in week five? Uh, I don't know. I'm on it. I got to say the Super Bowl. Texans, though. It was a big game. <laughs> All right. Yeah, well, we, did, we, we, did, we did beat him. <laughs> We'll actually all let right. him take his graceful exit after all that. Amani Doomer, <laughs> awesome to have you on, man. Hi, everyone. This is Dave Briggs. Thanks for listening to the Home and Home Podcast. Remember, you can watch or listen live every day from 8.30 to 10.30 a.m. exclusively on the Radio.com app or at Radio.com slash home. Home and Home. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.